As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 506. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, I want to talk about what I think is the most important aspect of any relationship, romantic, friendship, family, even a work colleague. And that's the topic of trust. Do you trust them and do they trust you? And, you know, frankly, the more that I think about relationships over the years and and the more that I've grown and the more that my perspective of life has evolved, I've started to understand that statements like all you need is love and then, you know, the rest will take care of itself. That's just not right. It's just not right. And I'm sure you'd agree to some extent, right? You can love someone, you can be loved by someone, but a healthy, a happy relationship requires more than that. I can tell you so many stories where there was love, but there was no trust. There was no reliability or accountability or understanding. And so it didn't work. You need more than love. You need trust. And that's not to be a downer to say like love isn't enough. I think in fact, it's the opposite. I think we can really elevate ourselves in our relationships by coming back to something that really, really matters and that we can develop and that we can look for and spot when we want it. And that is the topic of trust. We have to learn to know, to be able to recognize what trust is and what it is not. We have to have a higher bullshit meter for trust, and we have to be willing to create it even when we're afraid to. We have to be willing to try to trust even when we've been hurt in the past, both sides of the equation. And certainly that's easier said than done, right? To some extent, I'm willing to bet that you have trust issues. If you've been hurt in the past, if you've been disappointed by the people in your life, if you've been told one thing, but then you experienced the opposite, if you heard a promise only to see it broken time and time again, yeah, you probably have trust issues to some degree. And now in the present, you find yourself living and loving and trusting at like 50% because you're not exactly eager to give someone power over you again. 
You're not eager to put yourself in a position to be hurt because you trusted them absolutely. Trust, trust. When you trust someone, it's probably one of the most vulnerable things you can do because it means you believe that what they say they'll do, they'll do, and they'll do it consistently. You trust that how they treat you to your face will be followed by what they do and say behind your back. It means you're honest with them. You hold nothing back and you invite them into your life at the deepest level and you trust that they won't use that against you. So really trust in a sense is all about giving up an element of control. It's a very intimate, vulnerable thing when we're talking about complete trust in someone else. It means that you don't hold anything back. You're all the way in and you trust them. But that's the ideal state, right? That's what we want. It's what we deserve. But how do we get there with someone? How do we know if they're trustworthy? Because to find that true depth of trust, right, the the trust that I'm describing here, unconditional trust in someone else, we have to be willing to start at some lower point. We have to start trusting again at a small level. And so If you have trust issues, like many, many people do, you might not be exactly eager to do that. You don't want to throw yourself out there and be hurt again. So I wanted to do a quick episode here on trust. I want to offer up a couple of quick practical points on how we can be more logical with how we evaluate trust so that if you're an overthinker, for instance, if you're a bit anxious, if you have trust issues, you can maybe find yourself willing to try again because now you know how to recognize what trust looks like what it doesn't, and you know the red flags along the way. And I'll start by saying that if you're kind of nodding your head right now and you're like, yeah, Case, I've got trust issues, man. I just wanted to say that that's so okay. It's good in general, I think, sometimes to be a bit cautious of other people. You should want to trust other people. You should want to see the best in the world and the people around you, but you should require proof before you do so blindly. We're not being naive in life. We're not being blind in life. We're being open and eager and we want to trust, but now we require proof. We require proof because we've lived through the opposite. And with that in mind, I just want to remind you before I get into it that you're not hard to love. You're not broken if you're a bit guarded right now. You're not difficult. You're not too much if you struggle with trusting other people. You have experiences that made you this way and that's okay. But don't consider these trust issues you have to be a constant, fixed state. You can and you will find a way to trust again, and I hope this episode gives you maybe a spark to do so in a small way that leads to an openness that maybe you're not exactly eager to test right now. So let's talk about opening yourself up a bit so that you can better evaluate whether you should trust someone or not. Instead of blindly not trusting anyone because you've been hurt in the past or the opposite, you're too trusting of other people. So let's talk about this. And the idea from this came from a a tweet I saw the other day. It's from a guy named Sean Purry. He hosts a podcast called My First Million, really popular business podcast, entrepreneurship podcast. But the other day he was tweeting about something off topic, I suppose, but he was tweeting about an offsite, like a corporate offsite that he attended boring topic if you've ever been to a corporate offsite. But basically, he was talking about how this offsite hired a consultant to come and do some like team building with everyone that was in attendance. And she had everyone there explore what she called a trust equation, where she said, there are four variables that as humans, we generally use to determine if we can trust someone. 
And she basically then had all everyone group themselves by which of these four things they look for if they decide that they're going to trust that person. And the four variables, the four elements of trust were as follows. The first, credibility. I can trust what you say, aka you, you know that what they're talking about, they're real, they're capable. The second, reliability. I trust you to show up, aka I trust that what you say you'll do, you'll do. And the third was intimacy. I trust that I can be open with you, aka I trust that I can be honest with you and you won't use it against me. And the fourth, selfishness. I trust that you will care about me and not just yourself. Self-explanatory there. Those are the four. And I thought this was a really interesting way to break down a kind of ambiguous topic like trust. And I bring this up for two reasons. First, not everyone sees trust in the same way. And that's because, second, trust isn't a matter of blind trust. It's not just like, do I trust them? Yes or no. Is it a blind yes or no? Eventually, you get to that point where you're like, yes, I'm all the way in. You get to unconditional trust. But before that, you have to check the boxes. And so in a sense, trust should take into account these four elements. You can trust what they say. You can trust them to be consistent in showing up and keeping promises. You can trust them with your vulnerability. And you can trust them to be selfless when it matters. And I think we can find some hope and perhaps a spark here in looking at trust from this angle. It's a very practical angle. We're breaking down trust. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. 
Because again, trust isn't a blind gamble. I trust them or I don't trust them. The idea is that, of course, you get to that point, but it's tough because that's jumping full in, both feet, all the way in, to develop that kind of deep, unconditional trust. I trust them, everything, blindly. I trust them. To get to that point, you have to be willing to start somewhere. And to my point here, if you have kind of some trust issues, you're not going to want to do that. You're not going to even get to the point of being open to trusting someone if you're going, you're either all in or you're all out. So if you're looking to decide if you should trust someone or not, or if you're trying to push yourself to be willing to try to open your heart again, I say start small. Start with each of these four elements. It makes the idea of trust, one, that much more logical and we can really break it down. And two, it makes it so it's not this ambiguous thing. So I say start with these four elements. Look at each, check the box, add them up, and then be all in. Baby steps. Do you trust what they say? Do you trust them to be reliable and consistent? Do you trust them with what you tell them and how open you are with them? Do you trust them to care about you? Look at each one through four and say, yes, 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 yes. Okay, great. I am open to trusting them. I'm open to letting go of control. I'm open to letting go of control because I have proof of each. And I think this is how you should look at trust. Again, trust. Maybe that's something you once had with someone else, but then you lost it. That's something that you want, of course. You want to trust the people in your life, but may, hey, maybe you've been let down in the past. And so here you are saying, I can't trust anyone or I'll never trust again. Prove to yourself that you can trust again because now you know what you're looking for. And I'm not a, if you listen to podcasts, you know this, I'm not a huge fan of like dating checklists or this, this, this. I don't think that's fair. I don't think life is that simple. But in the case of trust, I kind of like this idea a little bit here. One, two, three, four. Do you have evidence for each element of trust? Okay, good. Let those four elements ease your overthinking a bit. Let it allow you to lower your guard a bit. Let this be the lens through which you trust again. Or you say, no, I am not trusting because of this specifically. Generate evidence for each. It's a logical way of either saying yes or no. And in the, in the instance of yes, it's a logical way of lowering your guard a bit. And I think it's really important to realize that the only way to trust again is to trust again. Ernest Hemingway said it best. He said, the best way to find out if you can trust somebody is to trust them. AKA, you can only gauge someone's trustworthiness by trusting them to a degree and then evaluating it, right? Let yourself in a bit, drop your guard a bit and trust and go from there. But now you have these four elements that you can look at and you start with their words. Can you trust them? And then can you trust that their actions align? And then with you, can you share something deep with them and trust them to keep it safe? And lastly, the final step, can you trust them to take care of you, to care about you, to be interested in your future just as much as their own? Four steps. But the idea here is we start small. We start trusting small. We start gauging small. We start looking at trust through a small lens and then we go bigger. Do you feel like you can't trust what they say? Well, then does the rest really matter? You can't trust them to show up consistently. They break promises. Does the rest matter? You can't trust them with your honesty. They use what you tell them against you. No, right? These things can provide clarity that perhaps you didn't have in the past. Trust, credibility. I can trust what you say reliability. I can trust you to show up. Intimacy. I trust that I can be open with you and selfishness. I trust you will care about me and not just yourself. 
really, I like this a lot. It's just a practical approach to a topic that I think is inherently quite ambiguous and emotional. But as I always talk about in the realm of how I enjoy leaning into mindfulness, evidence, evidence is everything. Evidence is how we differentiate between facts and feelings. Evidence is how we can feel a certain way. We can allow that feeling in, but we challenge it with facts. We challenge it with evidence. We challenge it with the reality we're in instead of potential or instead of our overthinking. And in the case of trust, I think a practical approach like this is how we move from I'll never trust again, everyone is a liar, to this person in my life I can trust. I can trust what they say because I've seen it. I can trust them to show up because they do. I can trust that I can be open with them because every time I have, they've kept it safe. And I can trust because they've shown me that they care about me just as much as they care about themselves. Maybe being specific in this way to evaluate trust in friends and partners and business colleagues, this is what you need to either open up again and trust or to move on with confidence, no questions asked to yourself. And in the case of the opposite, though, for my overeager, love-on-your-sleeve type friends, maybe this approach is what you need to keep yourself honest. In the instances where you want to trust someone because that's who you are, you want to feel safe with someone, come back to this. Come back to one, two, three, four. They say one thing, they do another. Nope. They aren't consistent. Nope. They use what you tell them again. They, they use what you tell them against you. Nope. Perhaps this approach, one, two, three, four, can help you to spot the red flags and then do what's best for you. So just something to think about here with trust. Either a spark for you to be willing to trust again by starting small or for you to keep yourself honest in evaluating the people in your life. So that's it. I want to write here. I hope this was helpful. If it was, I'd be grateful. As always, if you share the podcast with a friend, just send them the link to either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It means a lot. Thank you so much for doing that. But that's it. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. Newsflash, you can lose weight like a celebrity without being a celebrity. New Glucotrim from GNC delivers serious results with a proven formula that features ingredients derived from nature, like berberine. And the best part? You don't need a crazy expensive prescription. Glucotrim works with your body to support healthy blood sugar and protect lean muscle mass, unlike other products out there. And did I mention it's caffeine-free? So if you want real results, get on that celebrity weight loss level with New Glucotrim. Get it at GNC. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store.
What will you find? 